Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh yeah, that's going to be easy to edit it. So no worries. One sec. In the off chance he doesn't edit this out. Hello, Puckle. You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Jashiro, coming here to you live from the Golden Rod City. And it's been another month, and the TCG is just exploding with new materials that I'm super excited to talk about today. It is the review episode, the long-awaited and long-expected, because we've known of the set for months now. We were just waiting for the day to be able to talk about it in full. Um, and that is the Sword and Shield set coming uh, that has been released that we will now discuss and review it. Now, I'm not going to do this by myself, as I always do. I got two fine gentlemen with me, ready to discuss all things TCG. And that is, we shall start with, some say, he once performed heart surgery on his own heart. It's Basket. What's up, Buckle Peeps? Happy to be on the TCG cast with my boy, Jashiro. What's up, Basket? Thank you so much for being here. Super excited to talk about Sun and Moon. Wow. Sword and Shield. <laughs> That's not slightly missed up there. Um, and w- not just with you, but also some say that the opening scene to Saving Private Ryan is loosely based on a dodgeball game that he had in kindergarten. It's a Vilo. I was a very fast kindergartner. So <laughs> I do not even question that. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, how have you been? It's been quite a while since I have you both in. I've had you a couple of times, but since my episode uh, is monthly, it feels like it's been a long time since we last <laughs> recorded. Uh, but it's really, for you listeners, it's just been a few episodes. But it's good to have you guys here. So, as always, let's start with show. They're just talking about updating us and what have we been doing. So, Basket, what have you been up to? Well, um... Honestly, I've been uh, trying to, well, I've been continuing to try and rework the uh, Vesperquin deck. Biggest Ooh, change. I have to admire your dedication. Well, you know what? It's easy to uh, dedicate yourself to something that actually 
continually kind of works. <laughs> oh, no, That's no. I, please, I did not for one point uh, started that as a sarcasm or as a uh, a hit. It was more of an actual, I admire the dedication you have to one deck. Because me, for example, I just get bored with decks. It's not that they get bad. It's just I get bored and I want to try the next one, the next one. But whoever perfects what they're playing always gets far. Well, so how's my, that going? Uh, it's going pretty well. And I mean, uh, the easy reason why I'm like still so into that deck is that it was my first deck I ever learned to play with in the TCG. Mm-hmm. Um, or the first, uh, you know, competitive deck <laughs> that I ever right. learned to play with in the TCG. And uh, um, it's going pretty well. Um, the biggest change that I made recently uh, is I've taken out all of my... Um, Professor Sycamores, and I've thrown in all ends, actually, because Ooh, okay. even though even though it seems like it might be counterintuitive to the engine, um, I've kind of worked around with the cards to where, uh, really, I, I have the best possible ways to grab exactly what I need when I need it. Right. So being able to have the item cards still in the deck is pretty, um, pretty uh, well, sorry, trainer cards, items and supporters is pretty useful to me. So I have a pretty good engine where I can grab most of the time whatever I need. So, yeah, ends have just been helping me to keep that consistency. As as we've always said on this show, consistency is key. If you manage to get your deck consistent, then you're already halfway of having a great deck. Uh, if not already 75% on your way to have a great deck. What about you, Sephila? What have you been up to, buddy? I know you've been really into it. I love it. <laughs> well, I've been trying to get my stuff to do that exact consistency thing, mm-hmm. which I it it causes me physical pain to say this almost. <laughs> Dark box sucks. Ooh, it really Sublime does. is gonna transport itself wherever he is right now. It's okay. Puff there's, into reality and punch you in the there's face. There's hope. There is hope. <laughs> We're gonna be going over this in a little bit, but yeah, like for general performance, mm-hmm. I might have I might have fun with it a little bit. But if you want to actually win, guys, Dark Box sucks. It's so bad. Oh my god. But other than that, I've been trying to just wrap my head around how this set changes things like maybe yeah. it makes dark box good but we've said that since dark box existed so this won't be any different at all <laughs> right right so but, especially since yeah. the focus of the set has been uh elsewhere completely not in dark at all yeah yeah it's kind of it's a little bit all over the place each thing mm-hmm. gets a cool little buff and a couple things get cool little nerfs part of that is just the big ugly nasty elephant in the room that there's finally a big rule change that has gone through which we'll definitely uh, discuss for sure we're going to be going over that because that changes a lot of how these cards work so yeah big rule change happening tcg uh big sets are coming out so let's go ahead and jump into well i haven't said what i've been up to i've been playing a lot of vgc of you guys if you guys listen to the main show uh this week you saw that i was in and i talked about how I am working through my VGC. Now my TCG, I, I am going to be honest, I need to keep up once again because since I stopped uh, uh, streaming, I kind of have not kept up with my library. So all my decks are kind of outdated. But soon to come, I will definitely update all my decks. But I have, uh, uh, however, been keeping up with the meta and what's going on. So we that's the, what we're going to be covering in that aspect. So 
let's go ahead and just jump right in. Grab your towels, your flip-flops, and your sunglasses, because we're headed to Topical Beach right after this small message from Sir Vilo about the ramen. Yum. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving, Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes 4 minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And as I always mess this up, you will feel the sun in your eyes, the wind in your face, and the sand under your feet. It is Tropical Beach. We will discuss all things TCG. But in this episode, we are going to talk about the... Uh, set review for Sword and Shield is going to finally drop February 7th, so pretty soon you will be able to play with these cards. I mean, you, you already have them probably, because the pre-releases has all been around, but officially they will be released on the 7th. So, lots to discuss. Way too many cards. Let's go straight up and start this baby up real quick. So, I always start, but you know what? I'm feeling kind of lucky. I'm going to say, Sevilo, you start this time. What's your All first right. one? My first one, I'm just going to start with what is going to be the most impactful. We each picked a couple that we liked best. Yeah, we each, that's always, oh, sorry, thank you, Sefado. I didn't explain. Reviews as they are, um, we each pick, uh, pick five cards. Doesn't necessarily mean there are five cards, but at least five things that we love about the new set and we discuss them here. So these are our, our five things. Continue on. Yep. Uh, before I do that too, we mentioned there's that so there's that rule change that oh, yeah. does kind of affect how things landed on our rankings and which cards we picked a little bit. Um, so that rule change, if you are going first, like you you are the first player to do actions, you cannot play a supporter card mm, on your first turn. That is think, big. think of it the same way as attacking. You can't attack on your first turn. You also cannot play a supporter card on your first turn if you go first. If you go second, game on. You can attack. You can play a supporter. But first player going first cannot play a supporter. That's a big thing. So, yeah, yeah let's Let's change. discuss that for a little second. That is an, a very interesting rule change. One that I concur with, honestly. Um, but why do you think that they 
took this initiative to make this an official rule where we no longer what must have been the tipping point for them um was it <laughs> because they have to ban shiftry from uh expansion because on turn one he would completely win the game if he's able to pull a, a card uh, uh sorry your active pokemon back into your uh hand was it forest of giant plants well, what is this decision to make supporters um illegal now in the first turn well um i don't know uh because i think it's stupid i think they <laughs> should have I, sh- I think they should just ban the few cards that can um like use this exploit right because to be completely honest i can't tell you how many times i have gotten my first hand that is nothing but crap and i need to ditch those cards as soon as possible right. and if i have to wait an entire hand that's going to or sorry an entire turn that's going to just completely screw me over. It's it's made a situation where now, like, I have to go second, and that's not conducive to an offensive presence, really. Mm, okay, what about you, Seth? I think that this is a great thing, because if you look at the bands in Expanded for what they've been doing there, they've been doing that approach that you were talking about, Basket, where they ban the cards that are a problem. The problem is they keep printing cards that are a problem. So, but see, that's the idea- their that's their fault. They right, need to think about cool the mechanics games before they do it. <laughs> they're cool mechanics that can be used at different points during the game, but a lot of those cards prevented your opponent from doing anything before they even had their first turn. And that's what they're trying to avoid is basically ending the game, having that shift tree effect where it's not donking, but it's like you have you have no cards in your hand now. So enjoy. I hope that top card is what you wanted because I've played supporters that allow me to do that kind of thing. Uh, Miss Magis was a big thing that dropped you low so you could play a bunch more. Like they're they're print cards that allow you to do cool stuff because it's cool and it's not that big of a cost it's going to change how we build decks 100 percent. like now there's going to be a lot more items that you just play do the effect possibly thin your hand like you were talking about basket we're going to hit on a card later on that does exactly that first turn um there's that new roton bike that we're not going to mention because quite frankly it sucks but it's an option (laughs) that's the one that does the six uh you draw up to six but then you earn your turn yeah yeah and i'm personally for one welcome our new significantly less welder world so that's just me (laughs) (laughs) that is fair uh welder was one of those supporters that it was it hurt when it was used on turn one same as Um, uh, who's no longer viable, but, um, what's the fire gym? Well, not gym leader, the fire from Sun and Moon. Kiawe. Kiawe. Kiawe, right? Uh, Turn one, Kiawe is always so devastating. But that ended your turn. This also draws you three cards. It's having a Mewtwo sit in front of you with six fire energy on it. Yeah. Turn two. No. 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 So anyway, it is pretty ridiculous. Now I am kind of yeah. in the middle of you guys, which I know is kind of really what we cover the board. That's say. crazy because I do understand uh, both sides of the argument, right? Um, what is worth being first place if you can't play a supporter card? Now that question obviously is easily answered. There's a million things that you could do, but those things are no longer included to be a supporter. So what's the value of starting now first if you aren't able to attack nor use supporters? 
that's where uh, I'm kind of iffy on. However, I do recognize there are some supporters that are just ridiculous to have on turn one. Wally was one of them that if, for the longest time, Wally was ridiculous. You turn one evolution to whatever the next stage was and many Pokemon only really needed that one stage. And then suddenly you had a Trevenant in turn one and you couldn't use any items for the rest of the game. It, right. There's some things that really do need some balancing in the game. My alternative and how I would have handled this is for those cards deemed too powerful to be used on turn one, just write it on the card. Can't use the supporter on turn one. Um, that's what I would have preferred. Uh, however, I know that that requires more of uh, the Pokemon team to know when or suspect or uh, errata cards after the yeah. fact, after they thought maybe, oh, this wouldn't be an issue. And then suddenly someone figured out that, yeah, it is an issue. Uh, then you errata it. But that's more work to them. So the easier thing is to say no supporters on turn one. Yeah. So I understand both sides. So I'm I in know the middle this of this. I know this is going to sound really harsh. And I mean this with the best of love. But um, I think they just need to either A, have better playtesters, or B, um, allow the playtesters enough time to actually, like, find these issues so that those cards aren't made. That's my personal, like, outlook on this. I think that taking that away really neuters the person who goes first and... Although, let us also remember, though, that the person who goes first chooses whether he goes first and last after he's drawn all of his cards and he knows what he has, right? No, right, that's before. I, no. no, no, sorry, sorry, before you flip. So, additionally, yeah, you have to choose, so... Additionally, it's just the winner of the coin toss. If you choose to go right. second, then it's just the other person who goes first. So, the Correct. same issue. I mean, you have to know your deck. You have to know your deck and know whether or not... And you have to build your deck exactly. to adapt to this change. That's you the have to right. know your deck, yeah. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, it was... I mean, the obvious reasons for going first in the beginning, being able to, like, that coin toss, I don't know. The coin toss was a very important part because you were able to lay your first basic down and the next turn, if you had it, you know, evolve it or put or do whatever you needed to do. It was like winning the first coin toss. You were ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. It gave you a, a better advantage. And now um, that advantage is significantly um, nerfed. And I don't know. I think that it kind of it limits how you can play and how you build your deck. And I can see it from the point of it being like, oh, that's just interesting. It'll be a lot more. It'll it'll be fun to try and figure out how this new mechanic works. But I feel like it'll be limiting. And I'll shut up there. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. There we go. And you'll have the last word on that one because we're going to move on to what is the cream of the crop and what we are uh, one to discuss. And that is the Sword and Shield set review. So, Savilo, once again, with that, you start. So I'm going to start with a supporter because even though I'm going first, I can still play supporters on my first turn. And (laughs) (laughs) I picked Marnie because do you like N? Do you like confusing your opponent and messing up their hand and putting it back? Then Marnie's the card for you. Its effect is you shuffle your hand and put it on the bottom of your deck. Yep. Again, put it. On the bottom. Do not, not shuffle. shuffle in. Yeah, you will get a game in. loss. You will be punished. Do not shuffle it into your deck. 
put it on the bottom. You, the player of Marnie, draw five cards. Your opponent draws four. So it's disruption. It's seeing a brand new hand, which is in, you know, for better or for worse, you see none of the cards you had in your last hand because they're all on the bottom. So you get rid of some garbage. If you had three rare candies on turn, whatever turn you played Marnie and you don't want to see those right now, you need to see basics. You put all of them on the bottom. You can find those later. And it's awesome. And it disrupts your opponent. It puts them at four instead of at five like you. So it's kind of like a miniature N. You can't end them down to one, but you can Marnie them down to four. And that's incredibly disrupting, especially if they've been building up a big hand. So... That's yeah. my biggest one. Now, Marnie is a great supporter card. Anything that allows you to disrupt your opponent, making them uh, get rid of their hand and to grab new hand is an incredibly powerful uh, thing to do. Uh, being able to draw five and then four, also great. Overall, I really like Marnie, and I'm sure that Marnie's going to be at least a one-off in each deck. Her four uh, is going to be more. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, what about so you, Basket? Um, I mean, I agree. This this is a great card. The fact that, like Seth Philo said, you know, that you can throw them at the bottom of your deck, that's awesome, because I can't tell you how many times uh, with physical cards I've shuffled my deck and drawn at least three of the, the same, same cards thing. that I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I mean, and I mean, normally those are cards, I mean, obviously that happens because I've got, you know, four ofs of those cards. Yeah. <coughs> or because you but, shuffled and just happens that they land them. I don't uh, need these Pokemon. Right. Yeah. I need the Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. But you're, but you're putting yourself in the same percentage game by shuffling them in there and trying to draw another seven. And this way, the percentages are in your favor. Yeah. And at the same new. time, if your opponent has a good hand, you're making him put that good hand in the bottom of his deck and not letting him shuffle. So exactly. you're detrimenting him where he, he's, if he had a good hand, now he's suddenly super frustrated because what he really needed is now in the bottom of his deck. Mm-hmm. So overall, I, uh, Safado, what do you call it? Obviously super effective. Super Marnie effective is the best. Well. Mm-hmm. Basket. Super effective. There you go. First card of the set. Super effective across the board. Gonna Marnie, get a lot of those. wife material right there, wife material right there, has now become uh, a great, excellent TCG card, and I am very happy about that. Basket, what's your first card? All right, so my first card is the sweet, sweet ice queen, Frostmoth. So, no surprise to anybody, it evolves from Snom. It's a water Pokemon, HP 90, ability Ice Dance. As often as you like during your turn, before your attack, you may attach a water energy card from your hand to one of your benched water Pokemon. Weakness, metal, uh, resistance is none, retreat costs two. We don't care about Aura Beam that does 30 damage for water and a colorless. That's such a good card. Uh, well, that's such a good card in text. What do you think about it, though, Basket? What's your uh, uh, your two cents? Well, for on me, <clears throat> I think it is uh, contributing to what I like to call water box light, um, where basically you've got all these different cards that synergize it. For instance, um, you have Keldeo V with its attack Sacred Sword, which is 50 damage for each water energy Mm. attached to it. 
and obviously more water energy equals more attack power in this scenario. So being able to attach that on the bench in a safe uh, situation and then switch that bad boy up there um, is super, super helpful. Um, Lapras, um, it's got Waveback for a colorless where you can attach one water energy from your hand to the Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then switch this Pokemon with Mm -hmm. one of your bench Pokemon. <clears throat> yeah, and the VMAX will we'll be discussed soon. Uh, that's great synergy yes. with that too. And uh, the mm-hmm. Palkia GX, um, both attacks synergize really well. Special, all three. Oh, I missed the third one. I guess. Um, go ahead. With the <laughs> okay, first two. I'll go. tell you the third one. It's all a right. surprise yeah. for later. <laughs> so, uh, special control <laughs> um, for one water. Move any number of water energy from this bench Pokemon. Or, I'm so sorry. <laughs> move any number of water no, energy no from the bench to this Pokemon, which is just great. And then Hydro Pressure is mm-hmm. 60 plus 20 for every additional water energy attached. <laughs> yeah. And now the third attack on Palkia. Which <laughs> oh, is and it's not over. In, deck in the first place. <laughs> no. But no, wait, I... <laughs> there's more. You get two ShamWows. Um... <laughs> Bury the lead on this one. Zero Vanish. Zero Vanish is the reason you run Palkia, and it is five energy, three of which are water. Shuffle all energy from each of your opponent's Pokemon into their deck. They're gone. All of them. All of them. It also does 150 damage, but Disruption is the (laughs) name of the game. Also, that Lapras V has an attack for four damage for four energies that does two hundred and ten damage. The V Max has an at- attack for three colorless. G Max Pump does ninety base, thirty more for each water energy attached. Hmm. So technically, nice. an infinite damage cap. So as we know, we've seen this before. It's called Rain Dance Blastoise. Mm-hmm. We see it now in a stage one. It's yeah. Stage two. So. If you have something that we've known for a while how awesome it is, but now it's easier to access it, how can you say it's a bad card? It is wonderful. However, it does have its low things. Uh, 90 HP, really easy to kill with mostly everything that attacks nowadays. Minus, obviously, baby Pokemon, or when I say basic, I, I meant basic, non-evolved. Uh, a Pokemon that evolved that hasn't evolved, those might not knock out uh, Frostmoss, but anything else that has any offensive capabilities could do 90 damage with no problem. However, it is non and uh, a non-GX, so that means that your opponent only gets one prize. So with that, that is good. So uh, I, I I really like it. What about you, Cephilo? I think it's great. Um, as I'm kind of gushing about it a little bit, I'm I'm building a, a Frostmoth deck, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. It's it's cool. It has its it has its quirks. It has its negatives, but yeah. it's still an incredibly strong card, and it makes water box playable again, especially when you have a vehicle like Lapras and Keldeo yep. coming out of this set. I am so excited that Frostmoth is relevant because I love its design, and I was just been, I've just been so upset that it is so completely irrelevant in <laughs> VGC and uh, singles. Yep. I, I can totally feel that. Um, it's such a pretty Pokemon, such a cool it design. It is. It was one of those Pokemon when I first saw it, I had so much high hopes for it. We're like, oh, that's a cute Pokemon. Great bug, because also bugs are, uh, for me, personal opinion here, warning. Uh, I don't, Bugs are my least favorite type 
like the good last that I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, so anything that can help bug type always, and Frostmoth helped it a lot. I love Frostmoth, but turned out to be not that good. However, it's great that TCG is a good card. So, Basket, final call? Super effective. There you go. Super effective for me as well. Seth, what about you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm building a deck out of it. Super effective. <laughs> awesome. Super effective it is. That is Frostmoth. Super effective. Good in the TCG, even though it's bad in the VGC. So, there's life in good old Frostmoth still. Now, it's my turn, ladies and gents, and I'm... Like always, well, not like always, but usually I'm going to go ahead and break the rules a little bit by adding a three-parter in one. And that is my first one is the Interleon family, which has a lot going for it. Now, we start out with, there's multiple, uh, for the, with a, sorry, we will start with the basic, which is Subble at uh, 60 HP, nothing to write home about. Great Pokemon that you can search with other cards. However, when it evolves is when things get start, uh, things start getting a little bit exciting. Number one, we got Drizzly in, and again, guys, I'm still getting used to these new Sword and Shield names. If I'm pronouncing them wrong, I'm allowing Basket and Seth to jump in and just mur- let me know how this is, because I'm gonna murder each of one of these I names. I think it's, I think it's Drizzile. Drissile, thank you. So Drissile, uh, with an HP of 90, when it evolves, has a great ability. Shady business. When you play this card from your hand to so evolve running Pokemon's during your turn, you must search your deck for one trainer card, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Its attack is uh, 30 damage for a couple of energies, but its weakness to lightning, resistance to none, and retreat cost of one. Now there. We have great possibilities with a card that allows you to search for any training cards that you need, supporter, item, or otherwise, doesn't matter. But when it evolves one more time into... But wait, there's more! Yep, there's more! <laughs> when it evolves one more time into Interlian... Intellian? Intellian? Intellian, thank you. Into Intellian, uh, with a HP of 160, it gains Shady Dealings, which does when you play this card from your hand... You may search your deck for two trainer cards, reveal them, and put them into your bench. And its attack is not half bad for one water or less, one card or less water uh, aqua bullet. 120, and this attack also does 20 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Weakness to lightning, resistance to none, retreat cost of one. Love, love this family line. It kind of reminds me of Crobat, but instead of damage, it is draw support. Or not draw so, support, search engines, sorry, is what I meant to say. To be specific, it's, um, you can reveal them and put them in your hand, not on your bench. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I said bench? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't oh, put uh, trainers there. I can't put, tra- well, yeah, you trainers can't put there. trainers on your bench, I apologize, I was, uh, reading out the top. What I meant is you put you into your hand or trainer cards, <laughs> it is like Crobat, but instead of damage, it's, it's uh, draw support or search engine, um, yeah. where you can get... Uh, the trainer cards that you need. We already saw how powerful this is. Everyone used to play Double Team. Uh, Double Team was it part of? Uh, Alola Ninetales GX is one of them. That yes, that had this um, exact teammates. thing except it was items. Exactly, teammates. The supporter card used to do this. If one of your uh, Pokemon would uh, be knocked out on the previous turn, you are able to search your deck for two trainer cards. Same thing. Everyone used to play teammates because of how powerful it is. This is that powerful. With the caveat of that, you have to evolve this. The opponent will see this coming, obviously. 
all of that. But still, powerful, powerful search engine. What about you, Savilo? What do you think? I think it's okay. Um, there are better ways to find trainers. There are worse ways to find trainers. I think this is a cool thing that could be teched into places, especially when we get things like the uh, their respective VMAXs next set in, what, May-ish? Yeah. Um, so that'll be cool then when you already are playing. Well, no, you're not because the V maxes are basic. Forget me, but still, <laughs> this is a cool way to find trainers for things that need them and might or might not play water energy. It's kind of cool. Okay. What about you basket? I love the abilities, um, and they do combo well with each other. Um, I find it hard to believe that they will be used in that way mm-hmm. to any real effect only because, it is a lot of um, deck space and a lot of um, work to get that going. But um, if uh, if something comes along that helps this out to like work in a quicker fashion, then for sure, like this is going to be a top card. But for right now, for me, it's kind of meh. That's understandable. I but I could be I could be wrong. Oh, so I've been wrong before. <laughs> Anyone here in this set in this podcast can be absolutely wrong. Um, uh, all of your knowledge is uh, I do accept. However, we do have that this is a powerful search engine. Um, you only need to evolve it first into uh, Drizzle or uh, Drizzle, and you already get a trainer card, right? So, what does this do to every deck? Add a lot of consistency. Mm-hmm. If you start with, uh, you know, two. Subble by next turn, if you're able to get the other two cards, you have two more trainer cards that you can evolve. Um, the question is, what do you pair this with? That right. is where I, uh, I agree that it's kind of like, mm, where does this belong? Because right now, water decks are pretty toolboxy as they are. So, um, how much is having a water Pokemon that's able to get any trainer cards be good at water toolbox? That's where we... It might be that we're just giving more water to someone who's already not thirsty. Um, that's the, the key <laughs> of it. So uh, so whether or not this makes a change in water, if this would have been absolutely any other type, I would have said this does a lot more. But being water, we already have so many ways of getting what we want from water decks that it's, I don't know how much this will do. So with that being said, I do still think because the ability of a search engine and its consistency, I still think it's super effective. What about you, Seth? I would say effective, leaning, not very effective. There we go. And what about you, Basket? I, hmm, I'm going to say not very effective. Okay, there you go, guys. The first card from the set, we mixed reviews. We got one super effective, one effective, and one not very effective for good old Subbo and family. Let's see how else we progress. Now, Sevilo, what's your second card? You got it. My baby. Can't go without talking about this guy. It's Sableye V. Ha! I knew this was coming. <laughs> That's the this reason thing. I'm on this podcast is to gush about a good Sableye card. <laughs> so... Uh. Ah, I'm so happy that my baby finally gets an okay-ish kind of card. So we've got <laughs> we've got Sableye V. It's got 170 hit points. It's got a first attack for one dark. It's in in some in some translations. It's looking for veins. I think it's like or, or search, search in English. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Um, or search 
put a trainer card from your discard pile into your hand. Oof. Okay, kind of sucks as an attack, but it's cool if you need that custom. I wish it was an ability so bad. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like junk hunt except it's trainer, not item. Yeah, uh, but that's not why you play it. You play it for crazy claw. It's second attack, two dark Ooh, I energy. I have to say, uh, wicked claw in English. Yeah, I think it's crazy. Really? I'm, I'm at yeah. this English set list. You're, and a, says... you're, at, you're at Poke Beach, and they still kind of use romanization. So How dare they? Okay, yeah, cool. It's, Sorry it's to interrupt you, sir. Continue on. You're good. No worries. <coughs> uh, but yeah, Crazy Claw, I'm almost positive. This attack does 60 more damage. It does 10 base. It does 60 more damage for each damage counter on your opponent's active. Oof. Ouch. Which is nuts that is a huge number if you can drop a couple damage counters on something like say you throw in mew the mew that drops three damage counters on something so you do three damage it's got 30 damage three times six is 180 plus the 10 base is 190 plus the 30 damage that it already had on top of it is 220 out of just from three damage counters tops so you crank that up with dropping even more counters or doing a lot of base or spread damage and you can have this thing go through the roof and take out all these v maxes that have upwards of 300 hp if you have five or six i'm, I'm still learning this quick math you have five or six <laughs> damage counters on something nothing survives that's just the end so how do you put damage counters on stuff well Something else that came out in this set that looks like it was made to be paired with it, and I'm kind of cheating here, but this isn't notable (laughs) enough to do its own thing, so I'm going to talk about Obstagoon. It's (coughs) part of the the Galarian Zigzagoon family. It has an ability that when you evolve it, it you drop three damage counters on something. So that's one way to spread. It's Zigzagoon form. When you drop it to your bench, it does 10 damage to something. So you're starting to see where this is all going. You do a lot of spread damage with the Obstagoon and then destroy something out of nowhere with the Sableye. Obstagoon's good too. It's got Obstruct as an attack. During your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from basics. It does 90 damage. Yeah, especially now that we've got confirmation that all of the V-cards, except the V-maxes, are basic. Mm -hmm. So, Obstruct can just end a game. You're up against a Zacian that doesn't play anything but basics. If you get an Obstagoon out, game over. Wow. That is an amazing ability. Both. Uh, Well, the attacks on the Sableye and the abilities on the uh, Obstagon. Basket, what are you two cents about this? Um, I mean, I'm right there with Seth. Honestly, I made myself a, um, oh my god, uh, this, the, what was the old Sableye deck? It was like the, the Treasure Hunter? Junk or, Hunt. Or, Junk Hunt, yeah. I made, <laughs> I made a deck just because I love Sableye mm-hmm. to do Junk Hunt, even when it wasn't even relevant anymore. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't play it anywhere and have any success, and I just... I just wanted the cards and the deck yeah, because it worked at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like the weakness to grass. Out of yeah. nowhere, this thing's weak to grass. And what is... Who's playing grass right now? Me? Well, we'll <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, other than that, no one's playing grass right now. And Wait the until fact that, next set. <laughs> until probably next set. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I but, do love that though with the with the bug switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. And they added poison I love type that. to dark. I love that so much. Yeah. 
I, I really like that. So Sableye does have a lot of possibilities of being really, really hardcore. So Sevilo, what do you give this card? Super duper effective. <laughs> both of them for a Thagoon and Sableye? Oh yeah, for both of them. There we go. They I aren't going to give... be like in every deck, but they're they're good. No, yeah, <laughs> these are cards where you would work, uh, you would construct a deck around them. Yeah, yeah, which is also valid. Uh, I will also give her a super effective to both. What about you, Basket? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say super effective as well. Um, and uh, that's because um, screw anybody that says different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what for. <laughs> okay, so after we successfully threaten our audience to agree with us, <laughs> we, <laughs> we will move on to Savilo's second choice. I'm sorry, Basket's second choice. All right, so my second choice. I mean, second choice, but not necessarily because that's your top two. Right, right. So, uh, Zacian V. Mm, the legendary. The queen herself. So it had... It is a Steel-type Pokemon. It has 220 HP. It's a basic ability, Intrepid Sword. Once during your turn, you may look at the top three cards of your deck and attach any number of metal energy cards you find there to this Pokemon. Put the other cards into your hand. If you use this ability, your turn ends. Ouch. The next, or the only attack is Brave Blade for three metal energy. Does 230 damage. During your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack. Ooh, in really interesting damage, 230. I would say in the last set or in the last format, that 230 was pretty hardcore. In this set, mm, it's difficult to say with such high HP creep. Uh, but overall, Basket, what is your analysis on this one? Well, I like how accurate this is to uh, singles, where if you're going to beat a Zacian, you bring a Zacian. Because mm. um, it can <laughs> uh, do the 230, and it's only got 220 HP, so I like the little tie-in there. Um, also with Metal Saucer, which um, allows you to attach Ooh, an, yeah. a metal energy card from your discard pile to one of your benched uh, <clears throat> metal Pokemon. It makes it easier to um, uh, light this big boy on fire. And since it's an item card, if you have multiple of them, you can play them um, uh, in succession. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that this is a real heavy hitter. It's super cool. Awesome. Metal Saucer is an amazing, I mean, Metal Saucer is just Aqua Patch or Dark Patch. Once again, reprinted, but in a different energy type. So, uh, that's an automatic super effective, no matter how you look at that. But Seth, what are you to 20 cents on, uh, and V? Ladies and gentlemen, meet the king of Sword and Shield TCG. Ooh, wow. This is the best card, as far as Pokemon go, of the set. It is incredibly dangerous. It can power itself up with its ability early early turns, yeah. where you have a lot of stuff that you just want to draw in the first place. It can be partnered with either or both of ADP, Arceus Dialgapalkia, or Lucario Melmetal. It can take advantage of both of the permanent effects of their GX attacks. So 230 stinks, right? What about 260? Much better. (laughs) And what about taking an extra prize with that? ADP does that. So you play this with that, get that GX attack first out, Zacian goes to town. 
with it being on the bench and ADP being active. Damn, you yeah. Metal saucer it from there and just go to town. You can even use the vitality band to add that extra 10 to bring you up to 270 and hit Mewtwo numbers and take four prizes off of it. And I've been starting to see this thing played as a one of in decks that have nothing to do with metal energy because of that ability. When you are starting off a game, you're going to be slow, especially because the supporter rule is now in effect. You just need to draw cards. You just need to find your combo pieces to get ready to do your stuff. Intrepid Sword might as well in those situations read, draw three cards, your turn ends. That's all. Yep. Wow. Yeah, plus, I mean, we, I mean, there's been plenty of cards that are played um, uh, as basics that, like, because this one, it only has, uh, your opponent only gets two prize cards, right? Correct. Which, and there's been plenty of GX and EX Pokemon that you use purely for their ability. Yeah. That, that give two cards away. You're just keeping them um, on the bench or wherever is safe um, in order to continue to do that. But this one can kick back too. So it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, I was going to rate it um, effective before I heard Seth and reminded me of cards like Lucario and Melto and all the wonderful uh, combos that it can have with other metal Pokemon. Um, Think about it with Frying Pan, with that metal shield barrier, yes. or oh, yeah. things like that, to get rid of its weakness. Uh, There's or so much to get for metal. Yeah, it, this is the best Pokemon of the set. Yeah, I I have to agree. Uh, it definitely is. So, Seth, you give it away. Absolutely. Super uh, effective. 100%. Super effective. Super effective from me as well. And Basket. Super there effective. There you go. Sassian uh, V. The first legendary from Sword and Shield, you have to give it a super effective because it's that good. Now we're going to move on to the next one. Who has it now? Is it my turn? Yes. It is my turn. Let's go ahead and and have a fun, fun time with a returning card that I wasn't expecting to see again. And that is Professor uh, Kukui. No, wait. Professor Sycamore. No, wait. Juniper. No, 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 no. It is now Professor's Research. So Pokemon TCG did something interesting here. We have, for a lot of years, had Professor cards. These Professor cards mostly stayed the same, with the exception to uh, Kokoi, for example, who did something completely different. And that is, you would discard your hand and draw seven cards. It's been a tradition in the TCG for years to come, and now, ladies and gentlemen... They finally did what they should have done years ago, and that is instead of having Professor something and then having to errata it or reprint it to some different name, they just have Professor's Research, and then they can change the, the arch to whatever the Professor is at the time. Professor's Research does the same thing you would expect from uh, Sycamore or from Juniper. You discard your hand and you draw seven cards. We've been missing this for over a, a year in the... Honestly, I'm kind of glad it's back. It is a great, great way of getting the cards that you need. It's a great draw support. It is a powerful card that we've known that is good, and it's just great to have it back. And uh, Professor Research does that. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it out to let's start first with Zavilo. What do you think? I am tickled to have this back because even though discarding sucks sometimes, you gotta do it in order to win, yeah, and exactly. that's good. Some decks like it, like Malamar and Mewtwo, like it. 
and they're they're happy to see things go to the discard pile. Yeah. Other decks let, just let me, need uh, to see add, cards. Add there, yeah, that uh, a tip for new inspiring play, uh, um, players out there for the TCG: do not be afraid of discarding. Sometimes yeah. it is absolutely necessary for you to win. Do not hesitate to throw things into the discard pile. Continue on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely that. And um, another thing about it is they have come out and confirmed that cards that have this effect, supporter cards that have this effect in the future, will all be called Professor's Research mm-hmm. with just the name of the professor. They're all the same legality. So in three years when Professor Sassafras has a, a card <laughs> that has the same effect, you can still play your Professor Magnolia Professor's Research because the name yeah. of the card remains the same. Now, keep in mind, this does not reset legality of Juniper and Sycamore. They are yeah. differently named cards. They have the same effect. But at, from here going forward, you can use this. So get your Rainbow Rare set now because they have mm. Rainbow Rare trainers now. This will be here <laughs> for a long time. This whole card is designed for law, uh, law standing. Uh, long standing. Can, uh, Basket, do we, what do you do think? we even need do we even need to rate this card? No. I mean, no. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, it's just super effective yeah. across yep. the board because it's just... It's good. It's just been around for so long. Everybody who plays the TCG knows how important and how good this card is. It's going to be a one-of in exactly. every Exactly. Go ahead and spend the money and just buy the four now because you'll be using them for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super effective across the road. We don't have to say it. Basket said it for us. This is what this card is. So let's go on and immediately move on to the next one. Zavilo, what's your third card? You know, another thing that we've been missing is reliable Pokemon recovery. Mm. And <laughs> have I got a deal for you? No I've cool. got this little old fishing rod. I, I, I'd describe it as an ordinary rod, which is the name of the card. And it has... I'm going to get the English wrong on it because they kind of change the formatting when they go to the English one and I don't have one sitting in front of me unfortunately I didn't pull one at a pre-release so sad so shuffle up to two Pokemon and up to two basic energy cards from your discard pile into your deck unlike super rod it's not either or 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 whatever you can choose you can have a lot of options here so you can shuffle up to two Pokemon. If you have a Pokemon in your discard pile that you don't want back in your deck, you teched it in, you got rid of it, Super Rod forced you to shuffle it back in because it's public knowledge that it's in your discard. This says up to. You can shuffle zero Pokemon back in if you wanted to get rid of them. That's for you, Basket, and your Vespaquin. (laughs) It's also up to two basic energy. So you can shuffle up to four cards back into your deck with this card alone. Two energies and two Pokemon. Ordinary rod. Right. When previous rods did so much less than this. And they were called super. I don't know. And they were called super. Exactly. This one's it's... just modest. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it's the modest rod. It's, it's that should have been the so name. <laughs> so yeah. Best recovery card we have, and the fact that it's an item well, best item recovery card. We have yeah, I have nothing still, to add but... basket. Um, it's just a great card. I mean, the, I'm sorry, I'm sputtering because it's, 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 it's that good. (laughs) I mean, basically being able to pull out essentially like it only can't do trainers. That's it. Period. 
It's any other cards you want in your discard pile, you can just throw in. And that's amazing. It's so helpful. And yes, it's only basic energy cards. But, I mean, right now, the format is like... I mean, I know there's triple energy people are using right now. But, I mean, basic is normally how people play. So, it's just super helpful right now. And um, the fact that, you know, everything's a big basic or has been for a while... Um, it's just, it's unbelievably good in the current meta, and more than likely, it's going to be very relevant in every upcoming meta that it's uh, in. It's a one-of in everything. Definitely. Yeah. So with that, I would say super effective on all three? Yep. There we go. Yeah. Super effective for Ordinary Rod, which super really, ordinary rod. it's being really modest here. It should be gold, a platinum rod or something, because <laughs> it's pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> now, moving on to the next one. What is your third choice, my boy Basket? All right. For number three, we have Quick Ball. Ooh. It's a, it's a, yes, I'm excited for this <laughs> one. It's a trainer card, and it's an item. You must discard one card from your hand in order to play this card. Search your deck for a basic Pokemon, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. Do we have to you say may- more? <clears throat> no. Do we, Seth? Do you have something to add? This is Dedene turn one. Yeah. Dedene this turn is one. four chances to have a quote unquote supporter on your first turn. This is a four of in everything. Yeah. Get your quick balls now. And if you like old school, they eroded the old ones from things like Arceus set that have a totally different effect. They eroded those. You can use the old quick ball. Oh, oh I love it when they do this. Power to the people. Um, awesome. Quick ball. Super effective across the board once again. An amazing, yeah. powerful uh, item card. Nothing else to say there. So let's go ahead and move on to right? the next one. <laughs> I mean, I, I if I would add something, I would literally be forcing myself to just add fluff. Because there's yeah. nothing to it. It's just that good. You need to get Pokemon out on the field in order to play, and this does that. Yeah, and, <laughs> exactly. And uh, but one item that might be in the same field is Air Balloon, which is my next card that I'm going to choose from this set. It's an item card. We all know about Air Balloon in the T in the VGC. It's the one item that lets you uh, prevent from uh, gra- it makes you immune from ground moves until you're hit. Then it pops and you're back into the ground. And the TCG, however, has a slight different thing going for it. Um, it's a tool which allows you to, the retreat cost of the Pokemon this card is attached to is two colorless, uh, two colorless less. Sorry, got confused there with the wording. Um, so basically skateboard without the status effect advantage is what this is. However, still incredibly powerful if you're able to retreat anything with uh, two colorless less. That pretty much means that almost everything is free to retreat except those that are three or more. Um, powerful item. I love it. Had to choose as one of my cards. Uh, let's throw it to Basket this time around. Basket, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing card. Floatstone was an amazing card. And it was, you know, it was a lot better than Air Balloon, yeah. but just the, the ability to be able to pull out a Pokemon for free, it's huge. It's a huge advantage yes, to you yes. and in a lot of situations. And uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a really good card. Yeah, it's a nerfed Floatstone, but it's still great. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Seth? 
Allow me to take this moment to remind our players that Dawn Wings Necrozma with the invasion ability is still legal and has two retreat cost. There we go. Nothing else to say. You can throw that baby in. It will jump in whenever you need them and retreat whenever you do need them as well. At no cost to you. It, it, whatever allows you to make your Pokemon be less restrictive to what in the position they're in, automatically it's just such a powerful card. Uh, again, we still have Skateboard, right, in the meta, and Skateboard is pretty powerful. It allows you to do this ex ex exactly the same thing. Well, minus one colors, it's only one uh, instead of two, but it allows you to do state uh, status effects, which is something that Air Balloon doesn't allow you. So if you have your Jirachi with an Air Balloon and he falls asleep, you won't be able to retreat that. That's the uh, disadvantage, but it allows you to do one more colorless than uh, Skateboard would, and that... Oh, that alone is a great advantage, if I have to say so myself. Um, I give this a super effective. What about you guys? Super effective. You know? Effective. Oh, Sephilo get went to the effective. Not as good as what? Not as good as a skateboard for the yeah. time being. Not yeah. as good as other tools that we have. Maybe even Vitality Band, but I don't really see that quite catching off yet. There's going to be other tools that are more valuable right now. It will become mm -hmm. more effective later on. That's legit answer. With that, we got Air Balloon with two super effective, but one legit effective coming up. So that's great for Air Balloon. It's going to move on to the next one. Seth Vilo, please. All right. This is, this is Seth Vilo's Spice Jack here. And I'm going to bring you some, some hot spicy memes <laughs> for for your deck building because I'm not all about serious stuff. I like to have fun too. And what's fun for me, Seth Vilo, the most famous satanic evil person in Puckle, <laughs> Mill. And have we got a Mill card for you. Scorch as your Mill Central because I am evil. And it's a fire type, 130 HP, first attack. Flame spread. Discard a card from the top of your opponent's deck for each fire energy attached to this Pokemon. The second attack is okay. It is fire and three colorless, searing flame 110. They're now burnt. Um, I'll, I'll take this moment to remind you we have triple acceleration, and that fits perfectly right there. Yes, I do. But you know what else we've got? Welder. And you welder this sucker. You can, you know, get it up to... Three cards discarded off the top of their deck first turn. Six cards the second turn. Combine that with a couple of Bell Elba and Bryson Mans, and you are just yanking off a sixth of their deck every time. Wow. It's, it can be fun. I haven't quite figured out how to make it work, but I think someone much smarter than me will, and I will be able to copy them when they figure it out. But... It's a new way to actively mill things, which we don't really have in an attack anymore since Searing Horn with Houndoom EX. So this is kind of bringing that back. You have to stack energy. It's only got 130 HP, but you can do it, and it's going to be fun. I hate mill decks so much. <laughs> and this is just... I read this card, and I'm like, oh no. Like, I can see how people can make this be so annoying and so frustrating to play against that it doesn't make me any happy, which means that as a mill deck, it's doing its job. It's doing its job. <laughs> <laughs> That's imagine, all you can expect from a mill card. It's imagine to have you your let opponent. a Pidgeotto control deck go to their bottom and then you just whip one of these out with a welder and then it's like, all right. 
Discard your deck. You're done. (laughs) Stupid birds. It's like, it's what I don't want to see in the battlefield, and I fear this thing to no end. So, for those of you who love playing mill decks and are as evil and destructive as Sevilum, Congratulations, sir. Also, yeah. Professor's Research is a card, so you'll be milling through your own deck faster. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Basket? Um, if, if, if someone's able to come up with, like, a really, uh, um, uh, like, viable way to do this, it will be the first time that, since I began playing, where mill was actually viable. And that's both terrifying and kind of cool. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. So, Seth Vilo, what's your rating on this one? I would, even even though I brought it up and even though I hyped it, I would still say it takes too much to get going. I would say effective leaning, not very effective. But it's fun, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I agree. It's fun, and that's what it's a matter. I also give it a effective lean to not very effective because Mildex in history has not done really well. So, um, in tournaments, I mean, official tournaments. So let's see how this one goes. What about you, Basket? Um, not very effective. Um, again, uh, on the same page with you guys. If if I mean, it has it has potential, but I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I'm just gonna say that, and then I'll errata that. Later. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, moving on. We got sent uh, sent to scorch for a two effective and one not very effective. Uh, as mill good decks go, if you're interested in this game style, this is the card you have to get for this set. Now, moving on to the next one, Basket. What's your third choice? Alright, so this is a two-parter. Uh, we're going with Morpico V and Morpico V Max. So we'll start with Morpico V. <clears throat> Obviously, it's electric. HB 170. Uh, the All V cards are basic, so... It has, for a colorless spark, 20 damage. This attack does 20 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. And then, again, don't apply weaknesses and resistances for the benched ones. Um, and then for two lightning and a colorless electric wheel, 150 damage. Discard an energy from this Pokemon, then switch this Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon. Oof. Weakness to fighting times two, resistance none, retreat cost two. Interesting. So do we do we want to talk about this one and then jump to let's, VMAX? Let's or go to VMAX. Let's, let's discuss and VMAX and then we jump in. Okay, so Morpico VMAX, electric again, HP 300, <laughs> stage one. Sorry, I have to laugh at stage that. Stage one Dynamax evolves from Morpico V. For two lightning and a colorless, it has super discharge, 180 damage. This attack does 20 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. Don't apply weaknesses and resistances for benched Pokemon. Whew. So, let's talk about the Power creep or that chunky creep we we're talking about. Um, three hundred oh, oh, HP. Re- and real quick, um, <laughs> this is just funny to me. So the weaknesses are the same. It's fighting resistance the same. None, but its retreat cost actually goes down to that's- one. Not that it super matters, but that's just hilarious to me. That it's just objectively in every aspect a better like. It's, it's an upgrade. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally it's, an upgrade. Whenever it get, becomes more Pico IV Max, it definitely an upgrade. Um, 180, it's a great number to hit still, although there are many things that outlive that now, thanks to V Pokemon and other things. Uh, but still, 180 is good. And 20 to each of your opponent Pokemon, 
all of us that play Tapu Koko, the special Tapu Koko, that promo Tapu Koko, that did 20 to each of the opponent's bank Pokemon, you know that this gets played. It is immensely powerful. Um, it, uh, it's great. I mean, 300 HP, that's a lot. What can knock out 300 in one go? Yes, fighting Pokemon can. But again, it's just way too much HP. Sableye could do it. Sableye could also do it if it has enough Sableye, Ada, damage counters on it. Um, but still, pretty powerful on that. You're going to be able to say that for every single Pokemon that even comes out. <laughs> that is <Correct>. true. <laughs> what about Sableye? What do you think, though? I think the way you play this is you play it with Lily's Clefairy doll, and you make a strafe loop that you've never been able to compare to before. Uh, because that, that electric wheel attack does 150 discard an energy, hello, recycle energy, and then you switch it with a bench Pokemon. So you're dropping Lily's Clefairy dolls back and forth, and they never take a prize while you're doing 150 damage at a time. And if you need to, you can slap a memory energy <coughs> on this thing instead, and slap VMAX on top of it if you need to just double its hit points for whatever reason, and keep the loop going. Because memory energy will allow you to use electric wheel as a VMAX. And <laughs> and if you need spread, you do the spread. You can do 180. It's okay. Especially with the lower Vs now. The lower actual V cards that yeah. are in that range. But that's the way you play Morpeko is you, you loop it. You electric wheel loop it and they never take a prize. Wow. Excellent. So Basket, what do you give this Pokemon? I give it a super effective. Super effective. I will have to agree with you. I do see this. Maybe I'm biased because I love lightning Pokemon and I really like the synergy this has. Uh, not to remember, guys, lightning still has a lot of support right now. So That's what I was about to say. Yeah, more Peko will have a lot of support coming in. Um, so, man, it's going to be hard to uh, to say that. This won't move the needle a little, at least a little bit. What about you? Oh, super effective for me. Savado, what about you? Super effective here too. Yeah, there you go. Super effective for more Peko V Max and more Peko V, although we are, uh, uh, reviewing them together, as you would say. Now, moving on to one of mine, I got my second one. I have to go back to one that was there. I was, as they would say, turn one in Sun and Moon, and now it's back turn one in Sword and Shield, and that is Oranguru. Now, we all have great TCG memories about Oranguru. He had two great cards in the past format, in Sun and Moon format, and now we start Sword and Shield with another possibly solid card. It's up to you and us to decide. Now, this Oranguru is 120 HP, Basic Pokemon, as you know, and it has Primate Wisdom. Once you end your turn, you may switch a card from your hand with the top card of your deck. It has an attack that no one really cares about, a weakness to fighting, resistance of none, which you cost of two. That ability, though, mm, interesting, really combo. We can add this to decks that are using what was the grass, uh, I keep forgetting the Sun and Moon characters' names. Um, Mallow, which allowed you to put whatever two cards you wanted to your top of your deck. In comes uh, Oranguru. There are many other cards that do this, but I want to know what you guys think. Let's start this time with Basket, good old friend. What do you think of Oranguru? I think that, like you said, um, the combo with that card is like makes it a pretty good draw engine. 
um, being able to grab what you want, put it on the top, throw down a Rangaroo, and snatch it up. And you're not even losing a card in your hand. If you have a great hand, you're able to just pull that card on the next turn. I, I like it. What about you, Seth? Why, hello there, sweetie. My name is <laughs> Professor Magnolia. I see oh. that you've got a rare candy in your hand and that it's your last one. If you just put it on the top of your deck there, sweetie, and then play me down, you won't discard it away. You'll just draw it right back. That's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Magnolia, thank you so much. Oh, sorry, Professor oh, Magnolia. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping by in this today's show and let us know your point of view. And I let her is... take it from there. She seemed very, very confident in why this card is good. Yeah, also, yeah, Mad yeah. Cargo exists, so that's a thing. <laughs> exactly, Macargo yeah. is a thing. Um, overall, great card. I mean, you, if it's anything you can say about Oranguru in the TCG is that he's been nailing that support, um, that support branch where he's supposed to be uh, con- constantly in. He nails it every time, and each one of its card has an, a great set of attacks or abilities. So. Uh, we can add this Oranguru to that. I will add it super effective on me. What about you, Basket? Um, I would say just like the card in a vacuum, I would still give it an effective mm-hmm. because it's just another way to, you know, cy- like try and cycle your cards and try and get, you know, the best options you yeah. can. Um, but yeah, I give it a super effective because of what it can combo there with. There you go. What about you, Seth? I would tend to agree. I would say super effective, leaning effective, because I wouldn't see it in everything. I don't see yeah. this being played in every no, deck course. out there, but it's definitely incredibly good, especially with the specific support cards that are currently in rotation. Awesome. Now, we got super effective here for Oranguru. Some leaning still with effective, but really up there. So good job, Oranguru. Let's go and move on. Savila, what's your second choice? All right. We've got the special energy of the set, Aurora Energy. And this one is incredibly cool. When you attach this card from your hand to a Pokemon, discard a card from your hand. When you play, while this card is in play, it provides every type of energy, but only one at a time. So, in effect, it's a rainbow energy, but instead of doing 10 damage to the Pokemon you drop it on, you have to discard a card in order to play it. Can you think of any particular pokemon that would like to discard things from their hand and have every type of energy because i know of one and their name starts with mew and ends with two (laughs) (laughs) that is definitely a card that will love to have things on the discard pile and just anything like a lot of times that 10 damage puts you in the threshold of something like for instance a zacian v uh, with ADP boosting it. If you did Rainbow Energy, that Mew Mewtwo is in range of that attack, but Aurora Energy keeps it 10 hit points away from that. That is the big draw to this. Not only the fact that you can discard things if you want to, like Rainbow, like Ultra Necrozma will love this, in addition to Giratina and things like that, comboed with Malamar, because they can use any energy type that they want to, and they really like that. Uh, but the big one is Mew Mewtwo right now, and yeah. And, and, and you can have four of them in your deck, because it's not that Prism Star yep. crap. Yeah. So you get four cards in your hand that are one of whatever energy you want. Yep. And you can also have Rainbow Energy, which is still in rotation, so you have eight of anything that you want. It's just, it's awesome, because I really like 
um, when you're looking through cards and you're like, okay, so I have, you know, I have a water deck. I need to find the best supporters and the best cards that'll hit, you know, this specific thing that are colorless or something like that so that you can fit them into your water deck and you can, you know, hit a specific number or do a specific thing or whatever you're trying to do. Now you don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's really not like much of a downside. Yeah, I mean, you guys said it all. I have not much to add. Aurora energy, rainbow energy, you saw a lot of play, even though it took damage. And this will see even more play because it's easier to discard a hand, uh, card from your hand that is to give you a, uh, Pokemon 10 damage. So, super effective, right? Across the board? Oh, yeah, for sure. There we yep. go. Super effective for Aurora Energy. Excellent energy to add. Honestly, I really didn't think they were going to have something better than Rainbow Energy, but here it is. Something that is actually better than Rainbow Energy. So, moving on to the next one. Basket, what's your second choice? So, for my last card, we've got Hyper Potion. Trainer card. Item. Discard two energy from one of your Pokemon. If you do that, heal 120 damage from that Pokemon. Why did I choose this? Because it's crap. <laughs> Because I was so upset with the HP creep. Oh my god. Too many HPs on this MF and plane. It's absurd. And now you can just heal 120 damage from that Pokemon. Oh, did you finally whittle that giant fatty Pokemon down to the next turn? You can take it out. Oh, well, bam. 120 damage taken away. Sorry, guy. You lose. Or... You just get another five turns of BS. <laughs> I feel your your definite frustration there. Um, <laughs> a, a, a hundred and twenty is a lot of HP, but discarding two energy is also kind of like a hard payment for it. Uh, because you either you, you might be healing your Pokemon for two hundred and twenty, but you might not be able to attack on that turn. Um, it is, but but most deck engines, especially the ones we've been talking about today, oh, yeah, that's true. And a lot, you can grab those energy. Yeah, on a, on a metal it's or like a it, water uh, deck, we already established that that might actually not be that much of a big deal. Yeah, and where do you find the the fattiest of fatties? In steel and water. Water. <laughs> that is true. What about you, Seth? Not very effective, quite honestly. Even even with it. That energy cost is too much for too little. Mm -hmm. Malo and Lana does the same thing without discarding energy and allows you to switch out of the active. So right now, not very effective. In the future, maybe, but right now, there no. you go. Basket, what's your uh, your say on this? All right. So to be clear, I did not pick no. this card yeah. because yeah, I yeah, it was going you to made be that effective. really clear. I picked this card because <laughs> you he just wanted to complain about yeah, it. Yeah, we do <laughs> register the salt when you started talking. Hey, thick. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so that being said, not very effective. But I just know somewhere on PTCGO this is going to happen to me, <laughs> and I'm not going to like it, and it's going to be just real frustrating. So thanks, Pokemon. <laughs> there you go. Hyper Potion for not very effective. We're going to move on to the next one, and that is my first choice, and that was a cute one, Cincino. I am super happy with this card. Um, as you guys know, in the history of the TCG cast, I'm always a fan of cheap and fun cards, and Cincino 
definitely uh, hits both those points. It's a non-GX, non-V, non-EX card that has only HP 90, uh, which uh, for a stage 1, we know it's kind of like meh, but its ability is kind of incredible. Make do once in your turn. Before you attack, you may discard a card from your hand. If you do, draw two cards. Do I have to say anything else? <laughs> it's attack, it has an attack, uh, energy assist, 40 damage for one colorless, attach a basic energy from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. Boom. It does Evelta, but with any energy, not just dark, as long as it's basic, for any Pokemon for one colorless. For 10 more damage than what Evelta in Sun and Moon used to do. And Evelta saw a whole ton of play. Then you have the weakness to fighting, the resistance to none, and the retreat cost of one. I, I, I can't see a negative in this card. I, I don't even see a negative where you wouldn't have this in every deck. It allows you to draw upon two cards whenever you need to by discarding just one. And then it allows you to set up your Pokemon from the energy in your discard pile. It is an amazing card. At least that's what I think. What about you, Sephilo? It's great support. But I will say this till the even even though I'm playing it, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. I will say this: <laughs> it is not Zoroark GX. Okay, not well. That's a fair. That's yeah, a fair even comparison. Even though it has, even though it has trade, basically, it is not Zoroark because Zoroark was the complete package. Zoroark was your primary attacker in a lot of decks, as well as yes. as a support. So this is only which, support, basically, unless which you're is why desperate. I compared it to Evelto instead of Zoroark. Yeah. A lot of decks are being built with this as maybe a 2-2 line, or mill decks are actually starting to use this instead of Pidgeotto or things, because it allows you to go through your deck a little bit faster and get to that yeah. optimized endgame state. So get ready to see Mill Chino, or just <laughs> it as a 2-2 in a lot of decks. What about you, Basket? Yeah, it's it's effective for me. It The ability, it's a really good ability. Um, I can see situations where... Um, I want, like, you know, I'm using some sort of, uh, type, uh, in my deck build where I need that kind of support and that kind of draw, and that's going to help out a lot. Right. There you go. Well, with that being said, I'm going to give Sincino a super effective. What about you, Seth? Also super effective from here. And what about you, Basket? Oh, you already mentioned effective. effective. So we have two super yeah. effective. One effective for good old Tintino. I suspect we're going to see this little guy for a long time. Seth! No, wait, you already covered all your cards, right? That's all my cards. And Basket, you covered all your cards as well, right? And that yes, means sir. that's the end. Now comes the real question. Sword and Shield, the set as a whole. How do we rate it? Savilo, I turn to you because honestly, you are in touch a lot more right now with the competitive community. What is this set ranking up? Um, to be clear, by ranking, are you asking for the effective, super effective kind of thing, or are you asking so, for like uh, a one out of ten? Uh, a one out of ten. So by the end of after we do individual cards and super effective, effective, we're not very effective. But when it comes to the set at the end, since obviously I feel that uh, super effective and effective is not big enough to take the whole set, it's a one out of ten thing. Mm-hmm. For the, the biggest thing that comes out of this set right now is not really the VMAX, is not really the funky new mechanic that we've got. 
it's the support yeah. and the cards that we get that way, namely the big three, Professor's Research, Marnie, and Quickball. And those by themselves bring it up to, like, I would say it's a solidly strong seven, Ooh. if you ask me. Probably okay. not a ten. There's there's definitely better sets. Guardians Rising comes to mind. Yeah, I've, well, I think we've never given a ten to a set in this show yet. Yeah, probably One day not. we might get there, but not yet. There's a whole lot of fluff, and the Pokemon are exciting, but eh, they're not incredibly exciting. They're They're right. good, but... We're, we're just learning the new V mechanic. This and is usually, the first set of a new format, and it's yep. always going to be not ex, not um, not the best it could be. You will mm-hmm. see that two or three sets in. Yeah, so I would give it a solid 7. There you go, basket. Um, I give it an 8.5. Ooh, nice. Um, I'm doing that because it's so refreshing every single time I see a set that comes out with great trainers and great Pokemon and I don't feel like it's a dud and I feel like this one is like it covers all the bases you've got you've got good um oh man what would you call it like non non two prize max V like yeah yeah there we go thank you I was gonna struggle with that one for <laughs> single a while. prize just go you've with got, single prize yeah you <laughs> yeah yeah we've got some good single prize cards here we've got um, really cool cards with the the new mechanic, um, and we've got <coughs> some really good supporter cards. So I think across the board, it hits really well by adding um, a couple of each type of card that's in the TCG that can actually help out cards that are currently there or help out other cards in this set. Um, and I really like that. I like it when sets can come in and shake up the meta a bit, and this is one that can. I mean, yeah, no, this one's not only aiming to shake up the meta, it's aiming to set the meta. Um, this, uh, with the whole rule change with the supporter not being able to be used on turn one, and on top of that, a whole new version of GX, EX that we have never seen in the version of V cards, and it's uh, VMAX versions of cards, which kind of reminisce us to the Mega Evolution uh, back in oof, uh, X and Y. Um, this set, it means business. It, it It's coming to set like this is the new meta. This is what we're following, not just this year. This year, we still are following the rules from the past because we still have GX uh, Pokemon. But there is going to be a point where this is going to be the beginning set for the rest of the format. And those changes are going to be big. That being said, um, there, uh, like Seth Philo said, there is a lot of fluff in this deck. There's a lot of cards that are like... Why do we have this, right? However, um, the... Competitive cards that it does include, notwithstanding its even its supports or trainers, are going to be changing the meta a lot. Uh, after I said all that garble, I am giving the set a seven point five as well. Uh, oh, not as well. Uh, seven point five. Uh, why? Because of what you guys both said. It is just a great new start. It does still suffer from the fact that most of uh, many of its cards is kind of useless. But the one of the cards that they have and the rule chains that it brings really are setting an exciting new format for this series. So that's what we have, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed our discussions here of the Sword and Shield set coming on in 
February 7th, but you are already should be playing it thanks to the pre-releases. With that being said, guys, this is the end of the episode, and if you like what you hear, as you know... Puggle has lots of shows. We got the Battle Cast, we got the TCG Cast, and the main show, the Puggle Podcast, which is every Monday with Thatch, our fearless leader. Alongside with that, if you want to be part of a constant and living community, please join the Puggle community at Discord. You will find the instructions to get there right in the description bar of this uh, podcast, as well as every other podcast that we throw out. Please, if you need guys to, if you got, if you need someone to trade, chat, battle, or anything Pokemon related, you will find it at the Puckle, uh Discord with great people and a great family-oriented place. So do that. Uh, but if you have the extra cash and you want to be able to donate to us, please do so through Patreon. Every single cent donated to us goes straight back to you guys in the form of new prizes, uh, better organization, and better equipment. So please go ahead and join us. Not to mention that because you're a patron, you are already gaining uh, additional perks for being a patron of Puckle, which includes uh, extra episodes, extra uh, special uh, recording, the recordings that we do for you guys. So stay tuned for that. With that being said, Thank you so much for being here. Basket, love you, my friend. Thank you so much for being here today. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And Savilo, you are the man. Thank you for bringing your enthusiasm and your knowledge to the show. I try my darndest. And you do succeed in that. And guys, for those of you uh, listening at home, it's you can already listen to the guitar in the background. And it's closing time. And with that, catch you on the flip-flop.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.